0: Tattoos were once taboo in the workforce. Literally, ink would eliminate you from run in the, being in the running for the job. Nowadays, though, things have evolved socially, and many, many people are brandishing ink in the workplace. And with COVID remote work, we, we're seeing that we barely even need to see people, let alone accept their body choices, to have them effectively contribute to the mission. But tattoos in the workplace is an incredibly subjective area, right? We, we just said a minute ago, they're kind of becoming socially acceptable. People are thinking, no big deal, right? So are tattoos you can't see acceptable? Sure. Almost nobody would argue with that. What about the inside of the wrist and having a little bit of Hindi text, right? It's visible, but tasteful, but perhaps you're ultra conservative. And this is a deal breaker for you on hiring this person, right? What, what, what about a side neck tattoo, right? Or maybe behind the ear on the nape of the neck? Does it matter if you're a client facing staff member or just a back office person who never sees the sun? Maybe, maybe you have different rules for different groups of people. Does it matter if you're in leadership, if you have tattoos? And what if the tattoos are part of your cultural background, right? The Maori are known to have tattoos as part of their culture. So maybe, it's not even a choice. They're going to have them. You can see how subjective it gets, right? Well, I'm very excited to welcome the Simply Cyber Live today, Dr. John Helmus. He's an ink-wearing, offensive cybersecurity expert. He's a friend of Simply Cyber, and he's co-author of the critically acclaimed fame text, Cybersecurity Career Master Plan. He's also a good friend of mine. We're gonna be discussing a lot today and fully want to hear from you. I saw in the chat before we got going, people talking their stories and tats. It's gonna be good, let's have a great time today. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Simply Cyber Live. We're bringing cybersecurity industry experts on to share best practices, tips, and their experiences with you. We're here every Thursday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you for joining us. If you're coming from Jax's Outpost Gray stream, I saw a couple of you already doing it. Drop an Outpost Gray hashtag in chat to let us know. I'm your host, Gerald Osher. And over the next hour, we're going to be talking with Dr. John Helmus about tattoos in the modern cybersecurity workforce and beyond. He's got a lot of thoughts, a lot of personal experience, and a lot of knowledge to share with us. As I said, we love you engaging with the show, so chat away. And if you have a question or a comment that you want shared with Dr. John or myself, start it with a capital Q. That way you know, we know that the question's for us and we can bring it in and have a good time and have you be part of the show. Okay, so now that we know what we're doing today, let's go grab our distinguished inked up guests and have a good time. Mm-hmm. What's up, Dr. John Helmus? How you doing, man?
1: I'm doing very well. And yourself, uh, Dr. Ozier, how are you?
0: I'm, I'm fantastic, man. Congratulations on your recently minted uh, doctorate degree. I know I've, I've been friends with you for, I don't know, man, probably th- two, three years now. And it's been a long, uh, long road for you. And I'm glad that you have achieved that milestone. So congratulations.
1: Thank you. Thank you. You know, just as well as uh, the rest of the, uh, the terminal degree holders that it's it's one that uh, not taken lightly. So.
0: No, it is very much a marathon and not a sprint yeah, <laughs> to say so. the least and, in a lonely, uh, journey, but we're not here to talk about the academic trials and tribulations of a PhD journey. We're here <laughs> to talk about tattoos and are they taboo? So John jumping right into it and, and your tattoos, I mean, clearly you have ink. Let me, let me ask no. you. <laughs> yeah, right. So, uh, Let's just dive right into it instead of kind of leading up to it. So I see the neck tattoos right away, right? Mm-hmm. So actually, let me back up. Let me let me share what some of my biases are. Okay, so like, all right, I like and, it.
1: Let's talk about what's wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm cool with uh tattoos, right? And I don't I don't have any problem with it, but uh, visible on the neck. It's kind of funny because visible on the hands doesn't really uh, do anything for me. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't do anything for me. But visible on the neck, obviously face. um, I begin to I begin to apply subjective reasoning of is this somebody I'd want to have representing the business on a newscast or you know like merge doing a multi million dollar merger and I'd have to really think more about it whether or not I have an issue with it or not. But by and large, I don't have problems with tattoos. I also have two tattoos. Um, And in my experience, I've seen that people without tattoos are in a different camp than people with tattoos weighing in on this particular topic. So uh, if you're in chat, when we're talking, if you don't have tattoos, qualify that because I'd be curious if there's like two different factions and, and group opinions. But with the neck tattoos, John, have you ever experienced any type of discrimination or prejudice uh, based on the neck tattoos or really any of your tattoos, but the the neck ones particularly I'm interested in.
1: Yeah. So, uh, it's a good question. So with my neck tattoos and, and I'll, and I'll um, kind of, um, I'll talk about some of the experiences I've had having neck, neck tattoos, and then also talk about how kind of, you know, it's, it's a talk about the reason why I have them because getting, you know, a neck tattoo is, uh, it's, it's something that makes you extremely vulnerable because the moment you get a neck tattoo, you know, it's extremely, extremely hard to, to cover it up <clears throat> depending on where it is on your neck. Um, and so I have one on the the right side that goes up all the way up to my ear. And then I have one on the left side that goes up about halfway up my neck. Um, but when it's fully finished, um, it's actually going to go all the way up to my ear, just like the right side. And then we're going to fill in the middle, um, and so, some of the biases, or I guess, like just some of the things that I've I've seen, and, and it's honestly surprisingly not been um, as much as I w- was anticipating, which is which is great. <laughs> um, is you know, uh, some of the things that I get is you know, I'll get I'll get some interesting looks for my tattoos. Um, as someone who's who works in, in education, um, and I've been an educator for the past you know five years, working in, in higher level education is. That's one of the places where, you know, we see a lot of, uh, I want to say the dog and pony show where it's a lot of politics play into your, your career. And so, and, and, you know, as well, being an educator as um, yourself. And so my, some of the folks that I've worked with that have actually seen me go through my tattoo journey <laughs> and they've seen me go from not having such visible tattoos. i Uh, like I haven't had neck, t- a neck tattoo or, or hand tattoos Uh, for that long but i always had my forearms tattooed so you know that's a very visible place um and so they them seeing me go through some of my uh tattoo or artistic transitions and expressions um have you know they've it's one of those things where you can tell they're thinking about it because they'll come and shake my hand be like oh hey john how are you especially after being in the pandemic and getting to go and teach again on campus they're like oh And you'll, they'll say, oh, I I didn't know you had a neck tattoo. And I was like, well, last time you saw me, I didn't. Um, And so, you know, it's one of those things where it's a conversation starter and you can definitely tell, um, you know, I haven't, again, I haven't really had any negative comments towards it, but it's definitely one of those things where people give you a look where, you know, There's something going on behind behind their eyes that you, you know, they don't they don't want to talk to you about. Right. And um, well, I
0: mean, and do you think like I feel like in our our modern PC world, I mean, if someone were to outright say we're not hiring you because of that even though it's not illegal to discriminate with people based on their tattoos, I found that out researching for this show, you could straight up fire someone for getting a tattoo and it's mm -hmm. legal. But I feel like no one's going to come out and say it to your face. Uh, but I mean, have you ever felt that like there was an opportunity that was perfect for you? And then all of a sudden you got some side eye from a gray beard. And then now you're like the
1: job didn't happen. <laughs> um, you, you know, it's maybe maybe this is being more a little bit more proactive on my approach. But um, for certain organizations like that, uh, I just honestly don't if I look at the culture and I realize that it's not, um, you know, if I'm not going to fit the bill. And I and I hold no no feelings towards that company. Every company has their own policies that follow their own politics for their own um, mm-hmm. for their own demographic, and that's that is what they do, right? That's how they operate businesses, and it's just like an application. If an application doesn't do what you need it to do, you don't use it. If an organization's policies don't align with the way how you're gonna go how you go about your life, then you don't need to go work there. Um, and so. I look at organizations where, you know, if I'm seeing like it's a, they have a dress code, right? If I, if I see they have a dress code, I'm like, I'm probably not going to fit the bill because yep. I have, again, I have visible tattoos. Um, and, and so, so I, I look at things like that. Um, and, but, you know, to be honest and maybe this is, maybe I'm trying to find a problem when there, whether there isn't one, but mm-hmm. I actually haven't come across one yet. Um, yeah, well, I mean, maybe right.
0: that's indicative of the current state of corporate America. You know what I mean? Plus, it's worth qualifying. Okay, so this is one thing that occurred to me um, yesterday when I was thinking about this conversation we were going to have. For those of you who don't know, and right now there's only 21 of us here, and I recognize a lot of them, so they might know you. John is an offensive security professional. He is very, very you know, skilled at the offsec side, the hacking side of the house. And personally, based on my experience, I'm not saying that GRC people don't get ink because I've got tattoos. But I feel that the offensive side of the information security space is not just more um, accepting of tattoos because of the kind of hacker culture, but mm-hmm. it, it it fits into that whole vibe of what's going on there and and like the, you know that that culture. So you know, I'm curious if if. Maybe one of the reasons you're not getting criticized or, or um, any type of discrimination is not just because we have a modern society, but also the work you do. It's almost like it's almost more credible that you're badass, like at, <laughs> at offensive security.
1: Uh, I, I guess. I mean, I don't. I don't want to say. I don't want to sit here and say you're wrong or, or say you're right. Um, because I didn't. I mean, it's funny because being an offensive security i don't want to even say like my tattoos were influenced by my career or vice versa but um they kind of i i do have a hacker tattoo and it actually happens to be the one on my neck right here um because it's if you look i don't know how well the video picks it up but it's oh yeah it's the uh, guy fox mask yeah it's the guy fox mask and it's but it's surrounded by bats um and just a little 30 second snippet about myself is that I'm a big Batman fan have been since I was before I can, I can walk literally. And, um, but, uh, in the DC universe, Batman is, is known as having the first supercomputer for that was a hacking computer. So like all the, the, uh, the people in the DC universe would come to him to be like, Hey, we need you to crack these codes or whatever. And they kind of depicted that in the, um, Batman versus Superman movie where he actually like uses his computer to hack stuff in a more like modern way. And so this was actually a, this was a dedication to him being a hacker. Like it was the, it was my, it's my hacker tattoo of like, this is my, um, my semblance or remembrance of um, Batman being the, the OG hacker, so to speak. I,
0: I love it. I love it. And guys, just so you know, if you want to drop pictures of your tats and put them on stream, um, there's a Google drive and people have started dropping them. So I'm going to start bringing them in and we can talk about them. Um, a lot of great comments in here. I just, I just want to share too, like I am going to be getting, um, shoulder to above elbow, uh, sleeve at some point here. Like I have already got the artist picked out. I've already got the idea laid out. It's just a matter of getting it, which by the way, anyone that knows me personally, except my wife thinks it it doesn't align with them. They're like, you're a straight laced conservative nerd. Like what, what are you talking about getting inked? And uh, they just don't know me, man. They don't know me, man. So let's, let's bring on a tat, John, real quick. Look at this. Sometimes we need a little fantasy. I think this is Final Fantasy Seven. Um, I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think it's Final Fantasy Eleven, right? Isn't that the uh, Cloud Sword? I think. Uh,
1: I actually, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna play play uh, ignorant to this. I actually don't okay. know. I recognize the sword. I thought that was it, that kind of looks like Link's sword. It looks like oh. it's Bryant's.
0: Yeah, it's Brian says it's his Brian. I think this is Final Fantasy 7, Final right? Fantasy 7, there we go. Good call. All right, what else we got? We got we got another one in here. It uh, looks like um this is uh some some glyphs, uh potentially uh, l- a language glyphs. I'm not 100% sure.
1: Um again, this looks like
0: it's possibly on the wrist or the calf area.
1: It looks like a um, calf. Yeah, it looks like the back of a leg, correct me if I'm wrong, whoever's in there.
0: Yeah, definitely not... Um, doc, I mean, this would not be taboo, either of those. I mean, one of them is completely covered. Um, definitely not taboo. I don't think anyone's um, throwing shade at either of these tattoos.
1: I think there was Stop. another... Was there another one that got dropped in there?
0: Oh, yeah. You guys are the best. Look at this. Yeah, let me... Uh, hold on one second.
1: I also wanted to put two, and this, so this is where... hard um... to see.
0: This one's hard to see. I think it's on his arm. Yeah, let's see.
1: Yeah, it looks like some something it looks like yeah so
0: i i like that um i i like that one so this one is interesting because this one is going to be visible on short sleeve shirts but Mm -hmm. i i find that the inner inner forearm and text and i know you could do anything on the inner forearm but i find inner forearm text uh particularly nice i actually want to get something done like that so i'm completely biased on that but um unless it says something like like something just horrific um, that, you know, would be really, really unsettling. Like if that's what's written there, which I'm sure it's not. So
1: um, also to, to, to kind of go back to, to uh, what, what you were talking about with, with the field of wor- what I'm working in, as I yeah. mentioned too, and you know um, this is where I wanted to be like, kind of like we, we might, we might have to like rethink our our ethical thought process and all of this is that or, or bias is that, you know, you talked about GRC and then OffSec and and the cultures are different. Right. And and um, but I, again, uh-huh. you know, I would if if I I could I could honestly say, yes, offensive security is much more inclusive. You could have your face painted with tattoos and they'd be like, cool, man, can you do the job? And yeah. Um, and it's a lot more expected and anticipated for for folks in OffSec to just be a artistic or different bunch um while still being professional but the thing is is that it was where i can you know if that was just what i if that was the only lane i was in then i could be like oh yeah it's because of offensive security but because of being an academic and also being an educator you know i i defended my dissertation in a suit and tie but i had very visible tattoos and i got cool remarks from my uh from my board about them. um, and then from, you know, the different universities that I've, I've worked with over the past couple of years, uh, in person or virtual, even with virtual still doing, you know, full camera and everything. So people can see me. Yep. Um, I have not, I've, ne- I've, like I said, I've gotten some looks where people have, you know, probably had their own thoughts behind their mind. Maybe they're coming up with their own ideas about like, maybe, maybe this is different. Maybe, maybe I am unintentionally being a trailblazer. I don't know. But, <laughs> um, But I can tell that I can tell you that, like, I still haven't gotten any like negative things back from from having tattoos, even in academia. And Mm. and so and so I think it kind of plays into that part where, you know, maybe, you know, maybe some of our biases are wrong. Maybe people just don't really care anymore. Um, But like, you know, I know we were kind of riffing a little bit before we, we went live here. And I was like, you know, I've explained like. I know there's going to be jobs I'm going to never have because I do have visible tattoos, but I also understood that before I got them.
0: Yeah, that's a good way to put it. And like the fact that in our industry right now, we are accepting of people who don't have college degrees. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to, and again, that's not exactly apples to apples with uh, skin, but my, my point is like, it's much more um, um, output based now right? Can you do the work? How much training do I need to give you? How much value can you deliver to me and how quickly can you do it? Oh, you have ink. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's not, it's not that way. I feel like maybe in the, um, the more stuffy kind of institutional areas, like if you were going to go work for KPMG or, you know, Accenture one of these and not, and not in a, like, you know, I guess if it's, that's not exactly one for one, because if you're going to go work for Accenture, but you're going to support like a Navy uh, client and you're mm-hmm. on the Navy base the whole time, you might kind of, it might not be a big deal if you're all inked up, just be- like the way that the uh, Navy is currently um, not caring, you know, so much about it. Mm-hmm. It,
1: You know, and good question. and I mean, it depends. Again, there's these guidelines that are in place. I was in the military and I had, and I got visible more visible tattoos while I was in the the military. This was a long time ago, but then also recently within the past year um, I worked as a contractor for a four letter organization that you might've heard of called NASA. And I had to go on site and do things with, with NASA employees, like actual government employees. And I would show up, you know, I would present myself professionally, you know, suit and not suit, but like, you know, perfect business class clothes. Um, with my tattoos and I was still taken seriously as a professional for what I knew and what I was doing. Um, so yeah, I feel like
0: if you didn't know what the hell you were doing and you had no tattoos, you'd be seen as a clown versus having tattoos and knowing what you're doing. Right. I mean, it's, it's not at the end of the day, it's not about, it's not about that, you know?
1: Right. Which I don't want to jump the gun. This is, this is, this is your platform. But I also saw that Jack's asked a question that kind of leads into, in, into that, what we're talking about.
0: Yeah. Let uh, me see where Jax's questions are. What was it? Um,
1: well, it was about something with experience. I saw
0: that. Um, I, I've got, Oh, do you need, Oh, here we go. You go ahead and answer that while I keep working on this thing.
1: Yeah. So Jax asked, do you believe that your years of experience have helped others accept the tattoos? It might not be the same experience for a newbie, which is something that <clears throat> Dr. G and I were actually talking about right before we came on, on online is
0: that's a very fair question too. It,
1: it, and it is, and it, it very much is right. And so, and this is kind of the thing of where you have to play the game and, but also be true to yourself. Right. And there's always going to be, somebody mentioned something um, Parker said, it takes courage to grow up and become who you are or who you really are. Right. Um, and so there's a, there's, a, there's another saying too, like, you, it's better to be hated for who you are than, than, um, loved for who you are not. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you want to get tattoos, right. And and I'm going to answer kind of indirectly answer it Jackson, then directly answer it is that if you want to, if tattoos are something that you want to do, I've wanted tattoos and loved and been interested in tattoos since I was about five years old. Um, in a previous, previous life, I actually thought about becoming a tattoo artist. (laughs) Um, but, uh, you need to, to make sure that you, just like you set up your career plan, right? You set up your career, like I'm going to, you know, this is my five-year plan of how I'm going to get to where I want to get, right? You need to think about if getting, if you want to get something that's like a visible tattoo, like on your neck or on your hands, is that going to potentially hinder or make the pendulum swing in a way that might not go in the favor of your, uh, your career, or is it going to introduce an unknown variable that you're not really secured with yet? And that unknown variable would be, you know, is there going to be someone with bias that's going to um, not want to have you on their team because of that? And rather you think it's right or wrong, you're entitled to your opinion, but so is the employer, right? And, um, and you know, that's the beauty of it, is that we're all entitled to our own opinion. But the, what I'm getting at is that, when you're starting out you want to make sure that you have the entire playing field as your buffet right because you were starting out and you were trying to get your get your niche and get your way into where you're trying to go so i would recommend if you are on if you're also just you know itching for some ink do it in in, in places that are coverable unless you already have it in non coverable places then you also you already know how to <clears throat> I guess move about those waters. But if um if you're just starting out and you need to get ink, if it's something you're trying to do, then get it in, in non-visible places. Um, because you want to make sure that you come off has uh you want to have your slate has as clean as possible because yeah. you're gonna build that up, right? You um, wanna you
0: wanna eliminate any potential discrimination, you know, good or bad, um, f- from from limiting your ability to you know, work a year and get that first year of experience in the industry and then move on uh, or whatever. Yeah, it, it's absolutely right. uh, and true. That,
1: and that's kind of, and so to directly answer the question too, with what Jax was saying, and I know kind of mentioned this before too, before we went on the air is, is that, you know, when I got, I, I, I got my first visible tattoo on my forearm when I was 18 and I was told that that was going to jeopardize my career and, you know, that was, I'm 32 now. So that's 14 years ago. Like, you know, look at me now. Right. (laughs) And so, um, but with that being said, um, you know, I, I knew that I wanted to get visible tattoos. It's been something that I've been itching for, for the longest time, for the very longest time. Um, And I knew once I got to a certain point in my career where I was technically competent, and I had shown myself has this um, you know, in this positive, influential person in the in the field, right? With I've gotten to write a book with uh, with uh, Gerald and and even Jackson the stream, and and then another mentee of mine who is doing amazing things with her life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I've written my own book, gotten a doctorate, working on a second one, uh, doing a bunch of other stuff. Not trying to sit here and put myself up on a pedestal. What I'm saying is that I got myself to a point where I have. I have secured myself what I feel like, again, somebody could come and knock me over. And if they do, then I figure out how to get back up. But so I have secured myself as a technical and, um, and, and positional influencer right in the field to where people understand that I am positional, meaning like I take charge, I'm collaborative or collaborative. And I generally want to help out the, the industry as a whole and really find, um, you know, uh, I guess uh, passion and offensive security, and then also because I've you know written a book, I've you know I've made a track record be- for being able to to be technically competent. People now know me as that person. So if I get a tattoo in a visible area, they're just gonna be like, "Oh, John's just yeah. working on his tattoo work now, right?" Like, yeah, that's exactly, <laughs> exactly.
0: And I feel like um, it's really just. You know, certain people get lots of tattoos and certain people don't get any tattoos. It's just I feel like it's much more in our society. I feel like people are beginning to accept individuality instead of like what what, you know, category do you fall into? Like individuality is being celebrated across many different dimensions and tattoos is just another one. So we got some more tattoos in here. I want to jump around. I see your questions coming into a lot of great questions um, Base, Thanks for dropping the tattoo uh, link again. Let's look at some. So, this is a good one. I like this. This is the inside of the forearm, I believe. Um, I mean. It's obviously uh, verbi- verbiage and mm-hmm. probably means something quite special uh, to this individual. I, I like this. I- I- I'm a fan of the, the-, the cursive writing uh, done tastefully.
1: Yeah, no, that, I really like that. When I was talking about how my first very visible tattoo was on my forearm, it's actually a quote by Miles Davis. So, And and I've learned that people get those on their in a very visible place because it is typically used as a reminder of, of something.
0: Yeah, mine is, my, I want to get something tattooed here that's actually a phrase about remembering.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> kind of a,
0: a double play on that. All right, let's keep let's keep looking. You guys are dropping some great ones. Here we go. Did you remember? To time- turn
1: off the coffee pot. That's what I. Planned. Yes.
0: <laughs> Get milk. <Ugh. laughs> uh, yeah. So we've got a, a pocket watch arm tattoo. This looks good. That I like the oh. realism of the watch itself. Yeah, uh, that's pretty, pretty cool. Good. Like it. You can see the pictures coming in. Oh, wow, look at this hot action. We got two different man- like tattoos. Spider Man and.
1: Uh, oh, is that Spider Man? I uh, think it's my, Spider-Man. My, can we zoom in on that?
0: Yeah, hold on. Is that Mandalorian?
1: That's why I, I just said. Is that Mando? Whose is this? <laughs> Who is this? Yeah, whoever this is,
0: uh, let's go.
1: Okay. But again, so... something that's that's super. You know, uh, the other thing too that I want to I want to iterate too is that this is stuff that's like tasteful, and it's well done. Oh, it's a knight. Oh, it looks like a nine. Uh, But this is stuff that is tasteful, that looks good. And that also, um, you know, it's obviously something that holds true to you, which is another thing too. you know, there's going to be different, you know, different types of tattoos that that you get. And a lot of people get tattoos because they look good or a lot of people get tattoos because they that's that's something that's true and near to them. Um,
0: Absolutely. Dude, I love this sleeve. Look at the sleeve, man.
1: That's awesome. That's this really rose
0: cool. is excellent right here. This is yeah. cool. I'm a big fan. Plus, uh, I, again, now we're kind of bordering the line between our tattoos taboo and just like dropping our thoughts on these tattoos. But I love that it's got like the um, kind of the bookend here for, you know, like the wristlet kind of distinguishing the end of the tap. Mm-hmm. Again, if I saw someone with this in the workforce, I would be fine with it. There's nothing, there's nothing unpleasant about it. There's nothing. It like... Here's my thing. Okay, John, like so s- someone has this tattoo, right? And you're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, absolutely not. This is this is unacceptable. This is IBM. We don't do this bullshit here." Yet this person wears a uh, a shirt that has the same print on it. Right? Like, <laughs> and it's socially acceptable, right? Like what what is the freaking difference? Because because you didn't get a tattoo, sir?
1: Yeah. No, it's um It's, it's, yeah, that's a, that's a really good way to, to put it. And I think, you know, again, it goes with the, the sense of like, uh, you know, it's just equality in the workplace. Right. And if, um, if, if very nice, Michelle, yeah, Yeah. that's, that's awesome. Um, but it's, it's equality in the workplace. And if, if somebody doesn't agree with it, I mean, it's you know that again if it fits company policy cool it fits company policy but i know if i was at a round table with people and all and even if it's people that i worked with for like five years and then all of a sudden somebody was like i didn't like their tattoo or i didn't like it that you know i, I think i i'm gonna put more in the sense of right now and this is not to be i'm not being um like trying to be segregated but like it's co- more common for men in in interviews from my experience to where you know like button down t-shirt long sleeve t-shirt and maybe like an overcoat or something right mm-hmm. um and then you know it's also common for for women to wear to wear dresses so the reason why i say that is because a woman, if wearing a dress or like a a some like i don't even know if a dress is the right way to put it but like a blouse or something not a blouse a dress i guess is a better way to put it like a professional dress but what i'm saying is that it will typically expose you know expose arms and so you know if i was at a and i'm using that as an example because if um you know, somebody was like if a woman was being interviewed um, and then, you know, a, a male colleague all of a sudden was like, yeah, did you see that? You know, she had tattoos on her arms like that's how she's going to dress and, and look in the in the workplace. Like to me, that is a negative self. That's a negative way of self-expression, right? The, the, the co-worker being like, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. what the hell versus the other person who like could have nailed the, the interview out of the park. And you know, tattoos were just like the person, right? And yeah. I would, I would, I would look at the guy and be like, you know what? Maybe we need to to reconsider your employment, and then bring on the other person, right? Yeah. Um, let's
0: see if Let's see if the candidate's skills uh, align with your job, Carl.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. And um. And so. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't. And honestly maybe maybe may just now, but in this day and age, I couldn't imagine being in an interview with someone and then so, and, and them having a visible tattoo and then somebody being like, yeah, but did you see their tattoos? I'm going to just be like, you know, no. <laughs> or yeah, I did. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Interesting.
0: So, okay. So Jax asks, so there are different standards for women and you just spoke about uh, women uh, in the professional setting and tattoos and stuff like that. My initial thought was you know, I actually think women have more um, grace to be given to them as far as having tattoos invisible over men. And that's just my personal reflection on it. But Jess Bishop actually just said that uh, people post nasty comments about women tattoos on social media. I didn't realize that is there like a, you know, I didn't realize that people were being like, uh, rude and harmful on, on women tattoos. I mean, like, I, I don't know. Maybe I come from a different background. Uh, but, I've, seen, but it- I've seen
1: a little bit of that, honestly, um, especially within um, when, well, you know, we we were talking about this recently uh, in by today uh, yeah. in the, uh, you know, the, the, the garbage dumpster or dumpster fire that you have to pilfer through that is known as Twitter. Yeah. Um, and so there you will see a lot of double standards in general on, on the Twitter platform and so um and so i've i've seen stuff like that where women will get judged for their tattoos but also women will just get judged for literally anything yeah a lot lot of, of
0: people just casting yeah
1: well there's a bunch of type a uh macho cyber men on on twitter that try to you know do whatever they they think that they need to do to validate themselves and a lot of times it's to target target women that you know are just different or out there killing it. And, you know, they are, um, they're making, yeah, yeah. They're threatening, they're threatening the, the position of the, of the, the cyber tech dude, whatever. Anyways. So with, um, with that comment though, again, is that, uh, or with the, the women being more subjective to it with, with the expectation of tattoos is, you know, unfortunately, you know, I don't know about where I live in, Western Washington, it's a, pr- it's a pretty, I mean, for the area that I live in, nobody really cares. <laughs> um, but I'm sure if I went back home to central North Carolina and not knocking on anybody that might live in that area, you know, it might be different. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, you live in Charleston. Well, Charleston's a pretty. Yeah. Accepting place, yeah, right? it,
0: it, yeah. It's a pretty, it's a pretty uh, liberal place. It's, you know, it's people are very accepting of different, ideas and cultures and stuff here a bit of a melting pot but right. yeah no i i, I get it. it it like where you come from and what the collective standards are of a population will influence mm. uh decisions and stuff like that Ex- no doubt
1: exactly and that's kind of one of the things too where it's you know if you are if you are <laughs> guy. the trailblazer guy. or the game changer it doesn't matter what you're doing and unfortunately women you know, I, I am all for like women being in, in tech and leading the the rings and doing all the cool things like because y'all are doing part of my French but doing awesome shit and yep. and uh, if somebody is knocking on you for having a tattoo, like maybe ask them why don't they have tattoos or if they do right and um
0: or ask him what difference does it make
1: <laughs> what right
0: difference, what difference does it make Let, let's look at some more tattoos john this is justin gold's phoenix uh it's got a personal story which a lot of tattoos typically do um, mm-hmm. um we, you know this is inside forearm i believe it looks like a forearm um, from yeah, the elbow to the wrist forearm. here
1: that looks, looks like good. The left forearm, I like it. I like how the red just kind of is very subtle, unless that's not red. That's just from the arm being sore. that also looks like it's like you. It looks like you're still maybe in the shop. Well, no, maybe I don't healing. know, but that looks pretty fresh. Yeah, it looks like it's healing. Yeah, it
0: looks fresh. Yeah, I like the um, I like how the tails are particularly deep red. Honestly, I don't know if that was by design or not, but I do mm-hmm. like that. Let's look at a couple more. Uh, whoa, we've got. Oh, that's, um, I thought that was both legs done. Not, not the same picture twice.
1: We all changed everything about it. So doctor this, was, yeah, it's something that, again, this is one of those things. People don't just, I mean, sometimes people get just words tattooed on them, but for the most part, 9.9 times out of 10, someone's going to get something like this tattooed on them because it means something. Um, and you know, if you have that, I mean, I, I've i walked up to people and I've had people walk up to me, um, and ask about it, like you know, what does the tattoo on on such and such mean, right? Because especially for me, I have, I have some wording right here, and I have some wording right here and here,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and then also on my on my ribs, I have some stuff too. And I mean, not that people see my ribs, but they do see my forearms. um And so, like, I get asked quite a bit, I, you know, what does that, what's that mean, or who's that for, right? And that's the thing that's always interesting when you see tattoos like this, is that. Someone got that because of to mark remembrance of some moment in their life. Cyberhound is dope.
0: Yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, and, and again, like, guy, here's my thing with with word tattoos. Um, and, and I agree with Justin Gold. This this Simply Cyber Live this week is much more chill and relaxed and good times. Um, I like words. Guys, like I have multiple notebooks. I have to write stuff down all the time. So I remember for me when you're writing something down on your body it's you want to never forget it and you want to see it every time you you know if if you put it in a visible place every time you get dressed every time you know a less visible place every time you shower like so you never forget right and i think that that's that's the important part of that particular tattoo uh genre if you will yeah so the other thing is too is like
1: i know for myself um so on the inside of my forearm. Oh, you know, I'm
0: sorry. Hey, it's not Justin Gold's Phoenix. He had mentioned a Phoenix. It's somebody else's. So whoever's Phoenix that was, I am apolog- I apologize. Let me know who, who it was um, in chat and I'll, I'll highlight you.
1: On, uh, on my forearm, I was trying to stand up and see if you could see it. But on my forearm here, eh, it's kind of blurry. But um, on my forearm, I have, uh, it says, do not fear mistakes. There are none. And that was, uh, that was something I got tattooed on me when I was 18 um and this is back in a previous life when i thought music was what i was going to go do as a profession mm-hmm. um and uh but anyways i had i got do not fear mistakes there are none it's a famous quote by miles davis and um, i got that on me with some other like musical stuff around it um and i got that because it was a uh, it's what he says towards jazz <laughs> no regrets it's what he gets, it's what he says towards jazz because jazz is a very free flowing type of music. But I saw it and interpreted it as a way of, um, at that time in my life to help me with anxiety. And so, because I was a very anxious teenager. And, uh, and so while that tattoo, I remember looking at that tattoo numerously throughout my early 20s as like a, you know, a way to be like, oh, you know, it's just a thought, yada, yada, yada. And now in my older life, I've, pretty much anxiety has gone um i mean it you know creeps up just like it does in, in all of us sometimes but the other thing is too is that that tattoo you're talking about is like a reminder for like you know as of something that it's also a reminder it, tattoos can be a reminder of like a time in your life and how you've grown from that as well mm-hmm. yeah uh, and i and i mean i know i've used when people have asked me about that tattoo because it's a pretty visible tattoo and somebody's got to actually like look at it and read it. So, uh, I know I've talked to people and been like, Oh, it's just, you know, it's that, that is one of the stamps on me. That's a, that's a, it's, it's a time in my life that is reminding me like of where I came from. You know what I mean?
0: Absolutely dude. Yeah. Like actually, I mean, just to share with the group here, the tattoo I want to get written here is everything looks clear in the rear view mirror. That's exactly mm-hmm. what I want to get tattooed. So I can always, cause always, reflect and retrospectively consider we have so many great tattoos here guys you you guys are dropping some great ones here let's and by the way it was cyber tech hound um it was his his words and or her words i'm not sure and their phoenix as well so uh sorry justin on that all right let's keep let's keep looking oh this is uh good wait hold on gosh you guys are dropping so many here now um this is this looks like egypt's uh hold on there we go.
1: Oh, that's the uh, Egyptian eye.
0: Oh, are they messing with us? This says GRC Masterclass. Someone's messing with ah. me. All right, all right. I don't know if this is a real tattoo or not, but this is hilarious. Thank you uh, to that's that awesome. individual for committing their uh, to their skin. Here we go. We got a couple pieces here. Um, looks like lower arm, so visible on short sleeve. Plus, um, we'll you know, personally yeah i always like tattoos that are up here that go below that even though i'm not going to do it that go below the sleeve line because it like it hints to like there's something cool going on underneath there um this is cool i like it so we got some flowers a diamond a whoever, lock
1: whoever it looks like this is oh i was going to say whoever's tattoos whoever's picture this is what is your trap workout as well like wow <laughs> yep very like, strong let me know <laughs>
0: yeah absolutely. I loved that one. now this is interesting. This is a Pacific Northwest style tattoo, which one of my tattoos is also Pacific Northwest style uh you probably see this quite a bit up in your part of the world, John. I love this oh, yeah. uh this eagle here on like great placement great color um whoever's this is, I love this um whoever d- drop it in chat. I know there's a twenty second delay, but
1: yeah no, I really like that color that's um yeah it's it looks it's very much in line with the um with like the tribal um designs mm-hmm. that we have up here in the pacific northwest and in alaska the, the, a lot of the inuit stuff looks sorry the inuit um artwork also resembles a lot of, uh, of the same that we see here with the tribes up in the pacific northwest.
0: yeah i love it i i love the colors too uh you know you see a lot of times um those colors like kind of pop right uh, mm-hmm. a little bit more than they normally do this is uh michelle's and she drew all of them herself so nice work michelle very cool very cool
1: so she's a tattoo junkie and she's an artist and she's got traps that would make bane jealous
0: (laughs) (laughs) no i expect you to get a tattoo batman Oh,
1: Um,
0: let me see this looks like it was a cyber tech hounds or cyber hound techs again so uh very cool the thunderbird very nice Let's keep rolling through these. We've seen these. Oh, I love this. I can't rotate this, unfortunately. Um, I don't have the option to rotate it, but um, I love this style. I, I love I love this style. First of all, this is exactly the same layout. I want to get my tattoo from the shoulder down to right above the elbow. But I like it when you have ink and then you have something filling the background, like this this kind of Japanese style.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I like the uh, the colors in that are super vibrant, and they they um the the way how the the dragon is the like you can notice if you look like the the dragon is a lot more the color is a lot more prominent than the flowers, which also are in color, and then the background is in black and white. So it's like it, it's an interesting contrast where it's really deep color in the main image, and then there's still color in the background, but that doesn't pop as much. Mm-hmm. And then you obviously have the uh, the black and gray um to to help you know help you focus on the dragon that's a really cool tattoo
0: i like it dude yeah let's keep rolling and uh <clears throat> if you say it's yours in chat we'll give you some credit uh is it fastix maybe all right spastic nice job on the tat looks yeah, like I- michelle wanted to be a tattoo artist here we go let's keep rolling oh look at this we got some lower back uh art here very nice
1: why did i think that was you is that you
0: no. It is me. Yeah, I took it while we were talking just a few minutes ago because I didn't. I didn't. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> so, I, like, I won't show. I like my upper back one is I couldn't take a picture of it, but everybody gets a kick out of the fact that I have this tattoo. So I wanted to share it with the Simply Cyber community.
1: That's um. That's well cool a... choice cotton. <laughs> yeah, that's that's interesting. I mean, cool. <laughs> Is there, is there, is there, is there, is there a story behind it? There is,
0: there is. Oh, and the dragon was Simon Hilton's. Thank you base for helping me with that. Okay guys. So let me, let me take, tell you a little story here about why I have a lower back tribal tattoo. Okay. Okay. This is true. So the year was 1996. Okay. And you know, this particular tattoo has a colloquial term for it. That's, uh slang right which i'm not going to use because i don't know if it's derogatory or not but the idea of predominantly women getting this tattoo on their lower back didn't take off until about 97 98 i wrestled in high school and i was part i was i was pretty good and me and like the other kind of wrestling team members like the the ones who competed in stuff you'd wear a singlet but when you weren't wrestling you'd have the singlet pulled down like like you know the top part rolled down so you'd just be like you know shredded and exposed and everything and it would sit right on top of where the singlet was so it was just it was just cool it looked cool i was 16 i thought it was badass uh and we all had it so i went and got one and then like the next summer it turned into like you know, something completely different. And I refuse to get this tattoo removed or changed because I had it first. So that's, what's going on here with this. That's fair. Yeah. It's good to know though, that there's like six other guys who have very similar ones running around, uh, probably the Massachusetts area right now. So,
1: Um, okay. I think I put a, uh, I'm trying to put one or two in there.
0: I uh, wish I could get my lower back tattoo. Uh, I mean, my upper back tattoo shown right now. If I, if I, someone could take a picture for me, that, I'd appreciate that. But most people are stunned when they find out I have that lower tattoo. Oh, this I like be. that.
1: That's cool. That,
0: yeah, that is very cool.
1: The color of... Is, is it a... I don't want to say... a. Um, whoever's that is, what is that? I, 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 it, it looks obviously, like a bull, right? It, it looks like a bull, but the horns aren't... like a baby bull yeah so i'm kind of curious like and that's my mind my mind is like well why a baby bull
0: yeah it's cool though whoever drew it look i mean you know what's really badass that they use the blue in the shading on the shadow side of this thing Mm -hmm. that's that's really um a good artist a good tattoo artist wow it's a bull might be the type of bull that's me it's a taurus oh alex's it's alex's nice job alex that's a really well done tattoo i like it
1: yeah no that's really I, cool I,
0: again just to keep it on on topic i don't know anyone who's going to be like no you can't work here like i'm more of a bear person <laughs> yes i do love the teal too very cool very cool let's let's keep it going um this lower yep. back tattoo. Somebody, Spastic said I should get my full back done. I did consider that for a hot minute, um, but I've decided to do the sleeve on my arm instead. So uh, what else? Oh, by the way, we're going to give some love to Nick Barker. I think it was Nick's. Um, this is a legit tattoo. He just added the GRC Masterclass after the fact. So, um, you know, I, I like it. It's, you know, it's not it's not causing me any uh, any pain or consternation to see it um on a coworker or anything like that. Yeah, it's a fun. You're right. Um Jess. No, no. Uh Jess, um, Nightbot just dropped a link you can use to put it in there. Um I agree that this is the these tats are all awesome. This is like a really fun stream today. Here's one. Oh my God, John. Oh this is yours.
1: Yeah that's mine. I'm putting some in there right now. That's why I'm looking down.
0: Wow. How that's, old is yeah. that one? That's that's really dark inky blacks
1: yeah that's when i got it i mean you can tell that my hand is swollen because it's it's on this hand now and it's not nearly like that (laughs) yeah that i think was like a few days after i got it um but yeah that one was uh that was fun that was that was fun you want to talk about like pain tolerance um i uploaded that one and there's one i think it's like the third one at the top i i uploaded that one as well oh i see so that's, oh, that's my, cool. yeah. So the whole right side of my, my body is all Batman and musical stuff. And then it goes up into, into that to where all the bats and the smoke flutter and onto my neck.
0: Yeah. I always think it's cool too. Like, obviously you had this, um, Joker card, uh, prior to th- the smoke coming in, but I, I, like I said before, I just like it when there's this cohesive, uh, connecting element out of it. So um what, one funny thing uh that we were talking about earlier where is it um
1: there we go yep we were talking about this
0: yeah what, which one was it though one of them says you can only have f- four tattoos
1: oh the marine corps right with the with the officers
0: yeah where is it off oh yeah so this is the marine corps guidelines on tattoos you cannot have them in the red area however officers are limited to no more than four visible tattoos on the standard pt uniform my question for chat and for you, John, is: Is this count as one tattoo?
1: <laughs> I mean,
0: it all connects. <laughs> yeah, I was
1: going to say it depends on on who you look at and or who you ask. Because I mean, technically, if you were to ask that, I mean, both both sides are all connected, and I mean, eventually they'll be connected. So, like from hand to hand, it would be one tattoo technically. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's one of those things where I guess it's going to be based on. It's it's going to be based on just subjectiveness. And, and it's funny. It's, you know, not to even like make funny of the lighthearted comment is that the Marine Corps and the military, well, just the military right now in general, it's almost like cyber where like, they're not having enough people come in anymore into the military. Um, So they're, you know, Mm -hmm. they're trying to get people to come in and they're, they're waving a lot of things. They're throwing a lot of bonuses around and stuff. And just kind of like how cyber is like, it's a negative unemployment rate, right? There's like 30 jobs for one "Quote unquote qualified person," Can I get and this so this
0: stream. Oh, I can't, like, It's <laughs> <like, laughs> sh- so weird. <laughs> like, it, that one, what is, Like, I wish I could show it better. Is it a dinosaur? No, it, it's a it's a wolf. It's a it's a Pacific Northwest style wolf on a new moon.
1: Oh, okay, nice. Pattern. Yeah.
0: So, oh, I wish dude. I could take a picture, guys, but I just don't have the capability to do it right now. Whoa.
1: But yeah, the, uh, the, with, um, with the way how tattoos are now, I feel like too, if you're going into a field that needs people, I'm pretty sure you could probably have some really garbage looking ink on your, on a very exposed part of your body. And they'd be like, eh, we'll work with it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Exactly.
0: It's, It's, it's exactly. It's all about supply and demand. Right. And if like people are willing to look like, I mean, look at, look at any, like, look at To take an extreme example look at the nfl some of the nfl athletes do despicable things but if they can catch a football and score a touchdown it's like well okay like we're we're cool with that and i'm not saying being uh like criminal is the same as getting a tattoo but my 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 point is that performance trumps you know uh, personal discrimination or opinion
1: Right. No, it it definitely does. And that also kind of goes into uh, a comment that was kind of made. And I don't know if we actually fully answered it or not. um, But is like, if you're also going to go into cyber, like in offensive security, you can go into consulting. And if you're going into consulting, you're going to be talking to a lot of people, a lot of stakeholders, right? And a stakeholder's job is just to give money to company to make their money turn into more money, right? And um, so they are going to have a lot of, T- they might have a lot of prejudice or bias that you can't really persuade because guess what they, if they don't want to, if their money, if they don't feel like their money's going to good use, they're going to take it somewhere else. Um, and so that's one thing too, is that if you get visible tattoos and you're in consulting, um, you know, be mindful of that, know who you're consulting with or, mm-hmm. or know that, you know, you might potentially not be able to go work for a certain consultancy shop. I'm not going to put any names out there cause I honestly I have not experienced it, but it is one of those things to just be like, you know, we are in a day and age where that can still be possible. Um, but at the same time, and I know we were talking about this before, um, is that also know that Jerry and I were talking a little about this literally before we came online, is that the generation that is coming to you know be the you know some of you are in that generation where we are you're going there's going to be the replacements of who's going to be signing jerry and i's checks when we're older and we just want to like clock in do our job and like clock out and go live on a boat or something right and um and when that day comes the people that are going to be signing our checks is the new generation that from what i've experienced as an educator doesn't care (laughs) they they don't care um, so, you know, that's another, that's another thing of like insight is that like, you know, if you're in the field now, or you're trying to get into the field and you're still like, but oh I want to get hand tattoos because I want to do it because whatever, know that in like 10 years, like if you're still playing your, your career path right now, and you're trying to s- get your foothold in 10 years when you're finally solid, cause you'll be solid in 10 years, if not less, uh, hopefully half, mm-hmm. if, if not half that, um, then get your tattoos after that. Cause at that point, nobody's going to care. Like there, that whole, like we've kind of exposed each other in this sense where it's like, yeah, the buy, bi- even our biases towards the, the gray beards. It's like, are they even really still there? <laughs> well, yeah.
0: Well, and they? we're, we're really talking exclusively about cybersecurity because there are other, uh, like, like, there <laughs> oh, are other kids, other... For,
1: sure. for sure. Yeah.
0: Like, 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 uh, a judge with a face tattoo might not get that job. Um, law, law, a police officer, although I have seen some police officers recently with ink, um, like a kindergarten teacher, you might have a tough time. If you have, uh, tattoos, you know, I'm not saying that it, it, it's a no tattoo policy, but it's just, you know, keeping it exclusively at cybersecurity.
1: Right. And that's well, and, and I didn't even think about that because I was just only, my mind was in the swim lane of like, we're talking cyber stuff. If you want to go be an accountant or like a lawyer or someone that's going to be, working with a lot of people that their opinion is going to probably come a lot based off of like their, their, their image of you, then nah, you can't be getting no tattoos like that. But if you're working in tech, where, you know, the stigmatism is kind of even like, you know, tech is a bunch of nerds like, all right, cool. We'll use that to your advantage.
0: Exactly. Here's, here's some more ink. I think this is Jess Bishop. She had mentioned earlier that she has skeletons. I really like it. I'm a little curious. It looks like, um, this is like where the wild things are.
1: That looks like the Royal Rumpus. That's what it was reminding me of.
0: Yeah, and then this looks like a Grateful Dead bear kind of.
1: Mm-hmm. Maybe the Grateful uh, Dead bear is doing the Royal Rumpus. I'm thinking this
0: top right one here is the um, like in Death Road in on a horse or whatever, like the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse one. Yeah, i you want to you, you want to yeah. comment, Jess, on these things?
1: Jess says it is. I don't know how it is with the delay because the
0: question is: Is this yours?
1: I'm getting very um, Day of the Dead vibes from the top one too.
0: Jose Posada? I don't know who that is. Is that the baseball player? No, oh, that's Jorge Posada. <laughs> yeah. I like sports. Okay.
1: <laughs> no, that's uh, but I, I like those. Those are those are cool.
0: Yeah, they're fun, Jess. I like it too. And uh, Michelle, Michelle earlier said something to the uh, to the. To, to the nature of we we all uh, learned a little bit more about each other today. We all got a little bit more familiar with each other today. Uh, I agree. That was definitely kind of the, the vibe of today's stream. I really. And I
1: no. I was just going to say, I think like the thing I like about today too, is that you have, and I'm not putting us up on a pedestal, but like you have two subject matter experts, or maybe I'm, I sound pretentious saying that you have two people who, who very obviously, you know, cyber has is, is been a big part of their life because of their track records. And here we are, you know, we could probably be sitting here riffing about all the cyber things and, you know, academia and freaking degrees and stuff. But we're not. We're sitting here being vulnerable and just talking about normal things.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and I mean, c- cybersecurity is a lifestyle. It's a community. It's a culture. It goes beyond skills right and, and like new technologies and you know the newest exploits and crap like that I mean that's all very important but we're all human too and we all interact with each other um, so these type of conversations are definitely valuable um, I had pulled up some resources because I didn't know where we were going to go today um, but uh, it's just some interesting things to leave you with we've only got a couple more minutes here um, no surprise here let me zoom in a little bit This is from some survey tattoos in the workplace show 63% of people over 60 don't approve (laughs) tattoos. Right. So that's kind of as expected, um, professional athletes are the top based on approval rates and tattoo and job stats. Right. So people don't care. It's performance-based head face and neck tattoos are forbidden in all branches of the military. And we, I guess we saw that a little bit, although again, the Navy, the Navy is easily the most, um, forgiving. I guess yep. because the Navy's been the oldest. I mean, sailors have been getting tattoos since, the, you know, the Spanish fleet. And then the, the Marine Corps, you know, really set in the standard, are much more regimented. We were trying to wrap before we went live on why the Marine Corps doesn't want you to get tattoos in these spaces. And my only thought is that they're afraid that you could injure the soldier's elbow or knee, which is obviously pretty important for soldiering. Um, although John countered with he's seen many marines with full sleeves so this is
1: it's almost rubbish. like a right <laughs> passage
0: <laughs> yeah exactly
1: but it's also one of those things too and and from being in the in the military previously i, I was in the and for those of you that don't know i was in the in the uh, in the navy and um, but i worked with marines a lot have a lot of friends who are marines um, and it's one of those things where it's like it's policy but but camaraderie within the military is so thick that, you know, I got visible tattoos. Well, I, the Navy's lax. I didn't get neck tattoos, but um depending on like the the Navy policy you just pulled up is is fairly new when I got in. Like they would be, you know, if you got a tattoo on like your forearm, they would be without um, approval you would get in trouble. And so that's the other thing too, is that, um, you know, those policies that are in place there, you can get approval from your chain of command to be like, Oh yeah, I want to get this because, you know, of whatever, right. It's, it's for my kids or it's for my spouse or it's for the Marine Corps or whatever. Right. So like you can get a tattoo, you can get a tattoo of Garfield, the, the cat and be like, yeah, this is for the, for the Marine Corps. Right. And they'll be like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, you just
0: put a globe and anchor on Garfield's lasagna bowl and there you go.
1: Right. And so it, 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 it's kind of like that same thing, too, where like uh, if a, co- a company might also have a policy where, you know, folks like with the the the, the statistics you brought up of 60, what is it? 63 percent of folks over 60 don't approve mm-hmm. the, fo- the folks that are 60 and above are typically going to be like the people in in higher leadership, like executive leadership positions that probably don't even know your name, <laughs> to be honest, (laughs) unless you're, you're working in leadership. Um, which is another thing too. Like I know because of my tattoos, like if I ever one day, I'm like, you know what, I think I want to become a a CISO. It might be kind of difficult. Um, but again, hopefully I'm, I'm hoping I, like I said before, I'd rather be, you know, hated for who I am than loved for who I'm not. So, um, you know, if if someone wants to not hire me because of, if they don't, if they want to base me because I have based their interactions off of me because of a tattoo and not because of my rapport and my character, then, then if anything, it's a good tattoos are a good indicator, a good, a good stamp of approval for yourself to say, you know what, if someone's going to judge me because of my tattoos, who knows what else they would have judged me for. Right.
0: Yeah. Maybe, maybe catching this early instead of uh, getting in here
1: it's the red flag that like, you know, kind of like puts itself in place and prevents you from actually doing any more harm to yourself. Right. Like, um, so, so yeah, you're, you're kind of doing yourself a favor <laughs> in, in a, in a, in a way. Um, because, you know, if somebody's going to judge you on your tattoos, that's probably going to be a, per, a like a, a, class of people that, you know, you know, it, rather they think what they think is right or wrong, it's going to be their culture. Um, but that's going to be a culture. It's an indicator of like, it's culture that you wouldn't get along with anyways, because if you even wanted tattoos on your on a visible part of your body, you couldn't get them. That's the culture there that it's like anti that. Right. And so you probably be like, Oh yeah, I'm going to come here. I'm going to do my thing. And then you'll probably be gone in 12 months. Um, So why waste mm-hmm. your time? Right.
0: Exactly. I love it. All right. So we're, we're at a couple minutes over time, guys. This was a really fun, relaxing Uh, interesting conversation we had today with uh, Dr. John uh, all about tattoos and ink. Um, We talked a little bit about its appropriateness in the workforce and kind of the discrimination that's going on there. But I really feel like sharing everybody's tattoos and, you know, the reasons behind them and everything was like it was it was fun. It was really Fun and relaxing. So thank you uh for spending time with us today. Thank you for sharing your tattoos. I'm glad that I got an opportunity to kind of show <laughs> mine. Um as the sleeve comes in, I will definitely be sharing it. Uh maybe I know a couple of people have asked uh in chat here to do something similar to this. I, I think what they're asking for is a more lighthearted stream. So maybe we'll start doing one a month where it's less about cybersecurity expertise and more about cybersecurity practitioners just kind of john about some particular uh topic in our industry either way john thanks for for being with us i i really appreciate it
1: absolutely appreciate the uh the time to get to be here
0: yeah hell yeah man so everybody thank you to our wonderful guest dr john helmas for sharing his knowledge and experience thank you to each of you in chat for sharing your tattoos for your engagement for your questions you guys always bring the heat every thursday and, and every weekday morning frankly so uh simply cyber doesn't happen without you uh, if you're new here and you're not, this is like your first stream. Uh, you can catch live cybersecurity threat briefings every weekday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and more cybersecurity expert interviews with awesome guests like John uh, and really uh, like chat here uh, at 4:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's when we're doing it. I can't tell you what we're doing next week because my guest had to reschedule. Uh, we were going to be talking about zero trust architecture with Dr. Chase Cunningham. A lot of doctors floating around now, John. <laughs> um, so we'll we'll, we'll uh, pivot and find a new topic for you all next Thursday. Uh, so keep me keep me honest. I'll let Cybersecurity Central know um, before Monday, uh, so we can get that in there. But if you want, go to simplycyber.io/streams. Simplycyber.io/streams for all the details about all upcoming shows. You've been watching Simply Cyber, everybody. Thank you so much, and have a good night, everyone. Thanks, everyone.